The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Hello and welcome back, my friends, as we spend some time together again today in the Word of God. And we're glad you're with us and hope that these few minutes that we have together will be a help to you. Uh, we are in the book of 1 Peter chapter 5 as we actually are coming to a conclusion. The next couple episodes, we will conclude um, uh, 1 Peter. Probably more than likely what I'll do is I'll probably just move into 2 Peter. Um, put the two, two epistles together and go from there. And that's probably what we'll do starting at the end of this week or the beginning of next week as we uh, continue in our daily life, daily devotionals, and hopefully it's a help to you. We are in 1 Peter chapter 5, and we're going to look at, uh, starting with the verse, likely two verses today, that inevitably are something, uh, one of the more popular verses you're going to hear, and, and for very good reason. It's a verse that was placed in Scripture as a great warning. Peter was warning this church that was under persecution, that was obviously discouraged and distressed and things of that nature. And as he's warning about all of the suffering that they, in persecution they have or will endure, he gives him another warning about Satan's action, active role in this. And so inevitably you've heard pastors at some point or myself quote, this verse and preach and teach on this verse and it's very very important for us to understand the principles behind this verse so first peter chapter 5 yesterday we just got done talking about where jesus tells us to cast all of our cares upon him for he cares for you when he literally casting throwing on letting off to him and letting him deal with it but at the same case and granted we recognize we have to do that on a daily basis as until god has resolved the circumstance we're in but verse number eight then he gives us another warning be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom he may devour, whom he resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So when we look at this passage, you definitely see a situation here where you've got the description of Satan's attack, Satan coming at you, Satan trying to do certain things and trying to do certain work in, in, in your life. And so yeah, what, what does he tell us to do? He gives us this warning, not necessarily just to say, Satan's coming to get you, oh wow. He's saying, hey, you should be aware. Please, I think there's a section, another verse I wanna reference. Um, let me give you one explanation. Yesterday, I was asked a good question in church last night before church, and I think, I think it's a good precursor to what we're going to say here in the next couple of minutes. Um, one person commented to me, I thought once I got saved that Satan could no longer bug me or cause grief in my life. I, the way we need to understand it is once we are saved, we can no longer be possessed by Satan, controlled, heavily influenced by Satan. Um, because we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, you cannot be have two living in the same place. Since now our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, Satan cannot get in there. But he can oppress us. He can cause grief. He can bring struggle into our life. He can torment us. He can do things on a daily basis to strive to get us to quit. So he is an active world. Now, please remember, we, we can look at that and sometimes we say, well, then what's the point? We can't overwhelm him. Oh, no, we cannot. But remind, remember, we're reminded that greater is he that lives in us, that is the Holy Spirit, than he that lives in the world, that is Satan. So we must remember that while Satan has some freedom in this world, and while uh, he and his armies will strive to bring grief and attack us, they have limited ability because the Holy Spirit who lives in us is greater than them. You know, it's interesting for years, I thought this and even heard this phrase, you know, that every, the battle in life, in the world, really, what is the battle between Satan and Jesus? 
Here's the problem with that. That puts Satan and Jesus in equal ground. And that's not happening. Satan is just an angel. He is a created being by Jesus who created him, by God. God is not uh, equal to an angel. God, Jesus is God, almighty, omnipotent, powerful God. There is no rough battle between Satan and Jesus. Satan is just a created being who's been given some freedom in this time, and at some point Jesus is going to throw him off. Although he is powerful, we serve an even more powerful God. So we can overcome these things. So in the warnings we look at, what we be careful to do is not to become overwhelmed thinking there's nothing we can do because Satan is truly still working. So what do we do? He tells us, first of all, to be sober. Literally, it's the same idea. When you're not drunk, you're sober, which means you're aware. When you are drunk, when you're not sober, you are unaware of your surroundings, you're unaware of what's going on and even unaware of the foolish things you might do. When you're sober, you're aware. You're aware of your battles. You're aware of your weaknesses. You're aware of Satan and his tactics. In Ephesians, the Bible tells us we're to be aware of the wiles or the devices of the devil. That Satan works more than one way, and he tries all kinds of different things. He rarely comes to us an obvious bad. He, he, is, he was the most beautiful creature ever created. So he's going to come to us with deception and, and temptation and lure and fun. It's going to look good. It's not going to be like Satan's evil guy coming to beat us over the head. It's, it's going to be a deception. So be aware of his tactics. Be aware that he's coming. Be aware of your weaknesses. If we are, the Bible says um, that if we are aware of our weaknesses, if you feel like you won't do anything, take heed that you fall. Any man who thinks he stands, he keeps this fall. You can fall. You will fall if you're not ready for it. So be aware of yourself, your weaknesses. Be aware of Satan's movement. Then he says, be vigilant. Same idea. Just keep aware. Keep on guard for you, your family, your marriage. Be aware of these things. You can't just say, act like that's no big deal. You must be growing and moving in Christ. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. The idea of him seeking whom he made of our, he's watching, he's walking, he's watching a lion. Uh, I don't know a whole lot about this, but I've watched enough to, and learned enough to understand this. When a lion is attempting to attack its prey, generally what it does is it looks for generally the weakest spot. And he's going to find the one that is going to be the easiest to kill, and then he's going to go out and attack its prey. When, the, when lion, Satan, as a roaring lion, as a lion coming out, he is seeking. He is seeking your weakness. He is seeking the best way he can come at you. And all he has to do is watch. Now, he can't read our minds. He can't read our thoughts. He has no control supernaturally in that area over us. But he can watch us. He can watch. And, and frankly, it doesn't take long to watch us to see our weaknesses. And don't get me wrong. You're not going to hide your weaknesses. It is unfortunately who we are. So he's going to see that. He's going to see the sins we battle with. He's going to see the things that we get victory over. So he's not going to attack you in an area of which he doesn't think you're vulnerable. So he's going to get you in your vulnerabilities. But he's watching. Now, again, we can't perfect ourselves, and so these things are still going to happen. But if we are aware that they're coming, then we can prepare. So the key is just be aware that Satan is going to use your vulnerabilities. And so what do you do? You go to the Word of God and you strengthen yourselves in these areas of vulnerabilities. That's why he tells us to be sober. And one of the areas to be sober and aware is of your vulnerabilities. What is it in your life where you are weak? Where are you weakest in your life? Please, you know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews that um, if we're going to run the waste, we need to set aside every weight. And then he says we need to set aside the sin that easily besets us, our vulnerabilities, the things in our life that no matter what, whether we admit it or not, are the things that we trip over, the things we battle with, the things that seem to really get us and we're weak in. Those are the things we set aside, and we can choose to set them aside. So we must come to this reality of what Satan is doing, that he's there. We're aware of his tactics, aware of our weaknesses. You see, if I'm aware of my weakness, I can then dig in Scripture, and I can find out from Scripture 
answers to it. What is it? Okay. I can study scripture for what I do in my thinking and maybe mental health, things of nature when I'm discouraged. What do I do when I'm easily angered? What do I do? Um, anyway, we could go on forever about all the different things, areas of which I know I'm weak. Trust, faith, things like that. What do I do? What steps do I take? Well, my challenge is get into the Word of God and study those things. You know, reading through the Bible, reading through a book is often very great, but sometimes one thing we need to do is we need to maybe get a topical Bible or some kind of study help and just sit down and say, what can I learn about this topic? What is it in my life, my, my thought life, my struggles, my, my tongue, my anger? Uh, and we could go on. I don't like to name a bunch because you know, I might not name what you're going through. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. God's probably telling you right now what it is. And it's good because he wants to help you with it. And so at that point, what is it that I can, how can I grow in this area of my life? And that's what we're striving to do, is to find strength. You know, he's told us in Ephesians, we, we, we know, having done all to stand. Our goal is to stand. We stand by putting on the armor of God. I challenge you to take a moment, read Ephesians 6. Read the armor of God. I put it on every day. It's not something that I just, I got once and I move on. I put it on. Please remember, though, the armor is depicted. That kind of armor rarely had any protection in your back because God's not going to protect us from running away. He protects us as we're going towards the enemy, going forward for God, and God will bring that protection. I encourage you to just you keep your eyes on Jesus. It's easy. It's easy if you're not careful when, when we begin to talk about Satan and his armies and his tactics. It's easy to become overwhelmed. Can I say this? It's easy to give Satan more influence than he deserves. While he is powerful, while he can be frightening to the average American, average Christian, average human, he is weak in comparison to the God who lives inside of us. So if we're willing to feed the Holy Spirit, live in the Holy Spirit. If we're willing to let him rule in our lives and follow him and let him fill us and guide and to continue to go that, then we can have power over that Satan. But if we're going to live in sin and we're going to ignore the things of God, we will not have power over Satan. And then we will find ourselves struggling in life. So may we keep our eyes on him. May we head in the right direction. We need to be around God's people. We need to be all in, as we've been talking about on Sunday. That's we find victory over Satan. And if we decide to keep Jesus, it's one of the many things we do. We will have limited to no power over Satan. And that's what we need in our lives, power over Satan. Thanks again for joining us today. I hope this is a help. Again, keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't be overwhelmed, but be, be aware of what's going up and don't be overwhelmed by it. Knowing that God's in control. As you grow closer to God, you will, have, you will see him give you power over, this, over the wiles of Satan. Again, thanks for joining us today. We hope you join us again tomorrow.